What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the RB Podcast. Robert and I just got back from our third walk in a row, which I'm very proud of because I don't know, I guess we're not like really like outside people, but recently, like the virus and stuff going around and kind of like work slowing down, and also just our spike in growth and stuff, and we've just been staying home and enjoying it and just kind of, I guess, getting a taste of like what it would be be like to be full-time maybe we should like get out of the house and <laughs> walk around for a bit and so we started doing that three days ago and honestly it's it's like, kind of nice it's really it's really good yeah and it's like like the way we because like we woke up one morning and we were both just feeling kind of like sluggish a little bit like we just didn't really like we could do stuff and we could work but we just didn't really feel like doing anything and we needed we needed like a pick-me-up I remember listening back to the the eavesdrop podcast. I think is that the name of his podcast with the Optic For X? Hex, yeah. yeah. So I remember he had an episode, and he was talking about how you know when you start working from home, when you start like living a life where you don't have to, I guess like go out to work every right, single you can day, do whatever you, you want. Yeah, it's like a, everything's on you. It's really, really, really important for you to still like kind of have some type of way to like turn your brain on. And so uh, he said that he would like get up and like you know get like leave the house and exercise like don't exercise at the house like leave the house and exercise because it turns your brain on and he would like come home even if he was just like staying at home all day not doing anything he would still get out of the house and exercise come home shower get dressed do his hair he went even as far as like put shoes on in his like just walk around yeah and when we say get dressed we don't mean like sweatpants and a t-shirt like he got fully dressed as if he was going to a desk job or something yeah not like a necessarily a suit and tie and no, shit, but like no, jeans, no. t-shirt, like a normal shirt. Like, right. You know, like he said that like it really, really helped him just kind of like wake up and just like turn on your brain, like I guess. Like for work and, mode. Yeah. And also there's another streamer that Blake and I have been watching who plays Sea of Thieves. His name is uh, Freemason Live. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were watching one of his streams and he was like, yeah, you know, since I'm a full-time streamer now, I every single morning when I wake up before I turn stream on, I just like get up and just get in my truck and I just drive around my neighborhood and go get a coffee at like Starbucks and stuff and like come back home and get dressed and everything. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, well, maybe that, you know, that would help us. Maybe that would do well for us if we just got out of the house every day and just like. Yeah, plus we should exercise more often. Yeah. That's another benefit of doing it. And we usually walk about, I would say, I would say it's about a mile. Yeah. It's not like we're walking in the mountains or hiking or anything like that. We're, we're just walking around our neighborhood. And like the first day we did it, we we didn't like run or anything. We just walked and came back inside, and bro, our, I was like levitating in the kitchen. I was I, I felt w- like I was just like ready to fucking conquer shit. I, I felt so good. Yeah, I walked into the kitchen and Robert had his one hand on one counter, <laughs> another hand on the other counter, and was just swinging back and forth. <laughs> and I, I was like, I felt like I was in a fucking like anime, you know, where they just do like weird acrobatics while they're just talking. Yeah, like I was just like. Yo, oh, you know what's crazy? It's like the brain can... Did you did you go on a walk or snort a line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was doing like swings on like in the kitchen. And I was just like having a normal conversation with Blake. And <laughs> I don't know, but I just felt like I was just, I, don't know, I was just fucking ready. And it felt so good. And I was like, holy shit, this is like the, like the feeling that Hex and Mason were talking about where you just like turn your brain on and you just get like in the mode i guess you know another streamer that does that is box box yeah box yeah exactly yeah. i don't know if he gets up and 
leaves the house or anything, but I know that he gets up and gets fully dressed. Mm-hmm. And he even he puts a watch on, even though he's sitting at his computer all day streaming. He yeah. still puts a watch on because it gives him that brain turn on of work mode. Little things like that that really just kind of, I don't know, I feel like they help a lot. They've been helping us a ton. Like I said, this is like our third or fourth day doing it. And uh, it feels good, man. It feels good. I feel like the energy that we would have like in this I the podcast even or just like the recording videos, videos and stuff. streams anything it gets your energy up yeah we've been doing that recently feels pretty good other than that it's been a very interesting week a lot of shit has gone down what's about to go down in a few days is probably crazier than anything else we're going to talk about we're about to get hit by well two tropical storms one of them is supposed to convert into a hurricane tomorrow and then is that the one hitting texas or is that the one hitting the <laughs> coast of florida yeah, I, I don't know, because there's two on their way right now. It's kind of insane. I saw a headline that said, there's never been two hurricanes hitting the same spot at the same time ever recorded in human history. Twenty. If there was a year to do it. there was ever going to be a year for it to happen, it was going to be this year. Yeah, hurricanes yeah. can be scary if they're like Irma and... If they're like Category huge. 5, 6, you know, when they're fucking the size of the United States. You When you evacuate the state and there's fucking like army trucks just driving around yeah. the neighborhoods and stuff then it's like oh what the hell is going down right now yeah shit. but a majority of the time you lose power the streets are kind of flooded and you just stay inside for a couple of days the wind is really really bad trees fall over trees fall over yeah the worst part is like when trees fall over and break into people's houses that's so oh, yeah. sad like i remember when i was working at office depot a few years ago there was this guy who after the hurricane when we all went back to work there's this guy that came in because people would come in all the time, and, like, you know, print up forms and stuff. If you don't have a printer at home, you can go to like Office Depot and they'll print shit for you. So he called me over and I was helping him with like the printer. And he was telling me about like what he was printing and stuff and how the hurricane like ruined his life because he had like this big, huge tree in his yard, like massive tree, like hundred year old tree. And the hurricane just like ripped it up out of the ground and it just crashed and destroyed. I saw pictures of it. His in, they're like unrecoverable. Like house was destroyed, ruined, like just demolished. Everything inside of it, like gone. And I forgot the exact numbers, but he was saying something about like, it's like going to cost him like a quarter of a million dollars to cover it all. And bro, I was just, oh man, I felt so bad. I was like, holy shit, man. I was like, yeah, let me... You know what, man? <laughs> these 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 <laughs> these prints are free for you today. <laughs> Not only just houses, but a lot of people's cars get wrecked. Because I mean, where are you going to put your car at? The garage? Like, yeah, some people can put it in their garage, but for a majority of people, their cars just sit outside. So if a tree falls over, or even in some cases, water and the wind can just destroy a car. Like one of our old coworkers at Pier One, a tree fell in her car and it just was totaled. It was gone. I remember that. I mean, do you remember that one day when we were working at World Market and we, uh, I don't know, I don't think we were there for it or like we clocked in. It happened like two or three hours before we showed up, but John like walked out of the. Oh, and the car he, was on fire? Yeah, he walked out the front doors of the store and like looked to the right. And like in front of our store, there's like these really, really close parking spots, like the handicapped parking spots. A few parking spots down, like right in front of the store. There was a car, like, up in flames next to other cars and shit. It was, uh, he showed us pictures, 
And what was the context behind it? Why did it get caught on fire? I don't know. We kind of, it was like, we, I think we were in the middle of doing something. So the discussion was very short, but he's like, yeah, did you hear about the, the car fire today? And I was like, oh no, where at? He's like, outside the store. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, like I took pictures and he showed me the pictures and the fire was like taller than the building. Like car fires are serious. And I was like, is everybody okay? Like, is, that looks like it's going to burn the building down. Like, that's how big it was. And it was so close to our building. And he's like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, everything's back to normal now. The fire department is gone. And yeah, like, and everybody's good. And I was like, okay. Like, how did, it, how did it happen? I don't remember exactly how it happened. But, I mean, it's fucking, it's Florida. Yeah. So, anything's possible. Knowing that it's in Florida, somebody probably just decided to set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. They were just bored and said, eh, screw it. Speaking of fire and things getting destroyed, Leafy's YouTube channel is gone. <laughs> and up in flames. Which, which it really wasn't a surprise. I was kind of expecting it to go down at some point, but not this soon. I have kind of like mixed feelings on it because I feel like, like I don't know if you watched any of the videos he made on like Pokey and shit. I can kind of understand why he got banned. Like they weren't, a lot of people, a lot of his like supporters and fans and stuff are just you know, oh, it's just criticism, it's just criticism. No, there's, there's, a, a, there's a difference. I, Asmongold had, like, a really, really good tweet about it that I thought was um, that was interesting. He said, hopefully the leafy ban is only the beginning of YouTube taking action on channels whose content is primarily at the expense of others. Harassment veiled as criticism. He said, I think if you use someone's appearance as a part of your criticism, it's harassment. Also, if you exaggerate facts or embellish stories in order to make someone look worse, I also think that should be actionable. And of course, Keemstar comes in and just fucking says Keemstar shit. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Keemstar got hit next. The thing about Keemstar, though, is that even if he got banned off YouTube, the man, you can't kill him. No. I promise you, Keemstar is untouchable. He's just untouchable, man. Not untouchable, but you just can't get rid of the guy. Love him or hate him. He has too much of a passion for the industry, and he has... he would find some way. Yeah. But he didn't he get does. banned on YouTube once before? Yeah, he's, he was. He used to be permanently banned. And that's why when Drama Art first started, it was, he was just like a guest on the show. So. And somebody else technically owned the YouTube channel. That way it wouldn't get banned. He created his own network called like Juice or something. Like YouTube, like World Juice. And then he pretended that his network that he made, but he doesn't have to disclose, was in charge of the YouTube channel and then the network just had him on as a guest for the YouTube channel. So he like found a way it. around it. And eventually YouTube's just like, okay, you're unbanned because we can't get around it. Yeah, we technically can't ban you again, mm-hmm. but whatever. I mean, I guess they could because it's their site, but yeah, Keemstar, yeah. Keemstar has like so much money. He's like, I'll take you to court and I'll, which he would. Keemstar's that type of guy. Anyways. All right. I wonder if he can make a second channel. He already did. Yeah, I know, but is that just going to get banned for ban evasion? I don't know. But he's already got like 100k subs on it and sh- and he's already made a video. I don't I haven't I haven't looked at it at all, but apparently he already has. And it the channel name is the same as his old channel name just Leafy is here. It's the same exact name and everything. So it'll probably get banned again, but who knows, man. Internet world is wild. His videos were a little too off the fucking wall. Like at the end he would put North Korea. Yeah, he would and put, like... Like, shit that would obviously get you banned. And he would just say, like, words that he's not allowed to say. Yeah, not even just on YouTube, but off the platform. Yeah, like, on Twitter and shit, he would just tweet the N-word for no reason. Like, just tweet it because he just... Leafy, he's made a fuck ton of money. 
and his primary income is like the stock market and so he just he's fucking rich and he just does youtube for fun really that aspect it doesn't really matter to him so of course he's gonna do shit just just to like stir the pot because it's entertainment to him and that's kind of always been his shtick is just stirring the pot not because he believes or actively cares which he talked whenever he like first did his return like a year ago or so um not necessarily his youtube return but whenever he spoke again after his big break he said like in the interview on drama alert that he just stirred the pot because that's just what he enjoyed doing yeah because he just didn't give a fuck so it's important to i think understand that half of the shit he does a majority of the time is for the sake of content and just getting a like just working people up just yeah. for the purpose of working them up yeah i can i can see that but i don't know i don't feel like it excuses it though no not at all i don't think it does at all in any like at all i'm just saying that he just does this shit on purpose to get people aggravated right. and when people get aggravated and upset about it it's just fueling the fire because that's exactly what he wants that's that's all i'm saying speaking of getting what they want and stirring the pot burger king out of all companies went like <laughs> had some drama this had week. some drama i don't even know does it count as drama they just started to advertise them themselves on twitch channels yeah, but like, like not... what were they doing? I didn't really hear exactly what happened. They were just going into streams and donating like buy whoppers and shit, right? Yeah, so on Twitch you can donate to streamers and when you donate to a streamer, 90% of the time a message pops up on screen for the streamer to read and hear and for all the chat to read and hear. And it's kind of like a way of broadcasting something you want to say to everybody watching the stream or like the content at the moment. So like imagine in a YouTube video if you could pay like a dollar or two or however much you want and you could put a message in the middle of the YouTube video for like other people watching the video to see, you know, if it was live. So and Burger King went around to a bunch of Twitch streamers and just started like donating like a dollar, two dollar, five dollars and saying dollar like Whoppers at Burger King are now a dollar or something like get like a dollar Whopper at Burger King now if you can buy a whopper for a dollar <laughs> i kind of want do you even want to consume that <laughs> yeah it's like oh. they, weren't they selling 10 nuggets for a dollar at one point <laughs> yeah I, I don't even know if burger king is selling actual food or if they're just selling Fuck some under putty. underground like yeah putty yeah which is uh, which i don't know people were like half and half a lot of streamers were upset which i can, which i can understand the way that i kind of viewed it is there's rules to those donation messages as well like you can't fucking type self-promotion self-promotion you can't have like you know racism slurs all that type of stuff you would ban somebody from donating if they just kept on donating saying come check out my stream come check out my stream come check out my stream subscribe to my youtube channel like those donos aren't allowed so i don't understand the people defending like burger king and saying that their don't like their promotion and donos should be allowed you know it's the same thing they're it's, just not talking about twitch streams they're talking about the restaurant yeah exactly it's the equivalent of that like you wouldn't let somebody come and like promote their youtube channel on instagram why would you let burger king come promote their whoppers on your twitch stream out of all restaurants burger king yeah it's like, like when, when was the last owl, time you went man. to burger king like then when they, they were you... selling a dollar 10 nuggets like two years ago <laughs> yeah i think you're right they did have like those coke freezes for a while that were so good it was like a slurpee like with ice cream in it yeah that was pretty those good. were bomb 
other than that, though, like food How wise, is Burger King even open though? Like I've never seen see, a Burger King packed. Burger King is so bad that they don't have the marketing dollars to do like real brand deals with streamers. They have to like go the dollar two dollar Streamlabs route and promote shit through TTS on Twitch streams. That's how much of an all-time low Burger King is at right now. But I mean, it kind of worked though because now everybody's talking about it and they've gotten like their marketing dollars worth out of it. Oh, for you sure. Know? Like they like even though it's unethical, they are definitely getting their money's worth because yeah. people are talking about it on Twitter. We're now, talking about it right here. Yeah, so now like what, however many listens this gets, everybody will now know that Burger King has like Whoppers for a dollar. And somebody's somebody's bound to have gone to Burger King and gotten a Whopper for a dollar or a couple because they heard about it through all this. So yeah, who's you know it's there's Who no one. Yeah, exactly. Burger King won. But how's it, how it was that, a shitty win. How does that saying go? It's it's like all publicity is good publicity yeah. or something. Burger King isn't that bad though. Like I mean Name one good item. Their Their chicken fries. Their chicken maybe, fries were good. Maybe. Their burgers aren't that bad, if I'm being honest. They have like a unique taste to them that's kind of good. What what's the what was the name of that one burger they were selling? It was the um, The French fry burger? Well, not only that, that was a that disappointment. Was that, that wasn't was even a French fry burger. That was like uh <laughs> we're gonna put two baby fries. <laughs> They got like one on the fry burger we can find and call it a fry burger. I never forget when, yeah. we, when we first ordered that. I was like, "Oh, a fry burger! Like it's it's a good idea because you know everybody does this and it's just already made that way." And I opened it up, and I was like, "Oh, where are the fries at?" <laughs> I took the bun off, and there was just two like fries smaller than a finger. It wasn't even two fries. It was like one fry cut in half. Yeah, like you know the fries you see at the bottom of the bag. That's the fries that were there. There was just two of them. And they charged like an extra like two dollars for the fry burger. It was fucking. It was funny, honestly. It was, it it was, was just funny. Yeah. I'm not mad about it at all. I just yeah, shit was funny. Such a good idea too. Like the fry burger. Like that's. I mean, people overseas listening to this right now are probably like, "God damn, America's gross." Holy yeah. shit. But I mean, it's a, it's kind of a good idea, right? <laughs> yeah, to Americans. <laughs> yeah. Fast food is so weirdly normalized. It's just in part, America. It's like a part of American culture almost. Yeah, and that's that's the weird part about it is that. You go like almost anywhere else in the world, and you're not gonna see a fast food restaurant every ten feet. Yeah, with like lines wrapped around the building. But damn, it hits though, bro. Like Wendy's. See, Wendy's. That's the American talk. You can't beat like a Wendy's four for four. You like you just can't beat it. You can't. It's, see, they got you it's, convinced. It's so. I know they got you damn. convinced too. They got you convinced too. Who's got, who's got me convinced? Wendy's four for four. You yeah, Wendy's four for four is pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Talking about all this reminds me of that one movie that they showed. I don't know why they showed it in every classroom across America, but they showed it. And it was, some of you guys may know what I'm talking about. It's this movie called Super Size, Super Size me. me. Yeah. And it was about a guy who ate nothing but McDonald's for a whole year. And every single time they would ask him, oh, do you want to supersize that? He would have to say yes. And they would track, you know, how much and- weight he gained and what his body went through during it and he had to eat the whole thing yeah like every single meal to the last last fry why was that a a must show <laughs> like why were they like yeah why do they know play what, that you know what american children need to see supersize me <laughs> let's add it to all of our curriculums across the nation fuck learning how insurance works you're gonna learn about mcdonald's <laughs> and what their chicken nuggets are made out of so i that's think american they- schooling I think they just made a part two. 
Did they? A Super Size Me too. Oh yeah, we should watch it. What Why could they though? change about it? Instead of McDonald's, they go to Burger King. <laughs> Burger King. I don't even know if the well, guy would survive a whole year on Burger King. Yeah, like, like he'd get two months in and be like, "We got to cut." Because... His face starts like <laughs> mutating and shit <laughs> over time. And then after that movie or documentary dropped, and everybody like it got really popular, McDonald's actually stopped the the supersizing because it, got, it turned into like a negative thing for them. You know, people were like. Down with McDonald's for having super size available, and it's like, dude, just don't order it. Yeah, or just don't go to McDonald's. Like, if, if you're worried about the healthy food at McDonald's, and you're still ordering McDonald's, and you're still ordering McDonald's, you have something else to think about. <laughs> yeah, like if you're trying to like eat healthy and have like a healthy lifestyle, you shouldn't be eating McDonald's on a consistent you shouldn't basis. Shouldn't be in any fast food. <laughs> restaurant on a consistent basis yeah it's okay to have like cheat days every yeah day i know but i'm talk- talking like super size me mode where you go three times a day yeah anyways guys that's gonna wrap it up for this week's podcast don't forget to follow the podcast subscribe to the podcast do whatever you got to do we will see you all next week see you guys